When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. But right now we're heading across to Melbourne to a very talented young AFL reporter, Josh Gabalich. Josh, thanks for your time. Great to be with you guys. Hope uh, everything's settled over there after the trade period. It feels like it was a, a massive fight in your part of the world, but especially here as well. Yeah, it's been busy, no doubt about that, and there's still plenty to talk about in regards to players that were delisted that may be picked up again. We want to throw a few at you, Joshy. We don't expect you to have all the answers, but we are hopeful. Uh, update us on the latest with Ross Lyon and St Kilda. He had his third meeting. Yes, well, it looks like he's going to return to St Kilda. We'll find out a bit more, I think, tomorrow. Possibly next week will be an announcement, but it all signs point to him returning to St Kilda. It's quite amazing to think that he coached there 11 years ago and he's going to return. So we'll find out a bit more in the coming days. But as you said, he met with Andrew Bassett on Monday. He mm. met with the club again on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, yesterday, he, he sat down with the board. So a decision is imminent, but all signs point to him returning to St Kilda, which is, which is pretty big, especially there's been a really big push from the old St Kilda Mafia when you think mm. of the likes of Brendan Goddard and Nick Del Santo and Nick Rewalt. Lenny Hayes has, of course, already returned as a midfield coach. There's a chance that Brendan Goddard returns in some capacity to that football department. There's even been murmurings around Lee Montagna returning in some capacity. So there's been a really big push from that old crew that had so much success under Ross Lyon. But when you consider how he departed the club at the end of 2011 to move to Fremantle, it's quite remarkable that he's going to return. But we'll find out a fair bit more, I think, before the weekend. Joshy, just a quick one. There was talk about Luke Beveridge being approached. Was that just a smokescreen or was it genuine? I can't confirm if it was genuine or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if a conversation was had with someone around Luke Beveridge, just given he's out of contract mm. in the next year. He's obviously a very loyal person, but he did work at St Kilda before he moved to take that role at the Bulldogs back in 2015. So I think all along they've had Ross Lyon in their sights. That's why so, they made that decision so, last Thursday night. It was one that came out of nowhere when you really think that it was less than three months after re-signing Brett Ratton for two more years. So I think right. Ross Lyon was always the man that they wanted. So on that point, Josh, that, and this is about the process, who's going to finish second in this whole process? Well, it doesn't look like there's going to be well, that's my point. a second. It's a, that's my it's, point. This isn't a diff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So no. it won't be Adam Uze this time, and he's run second <laughs> yeah, well, in a couple. Yeah, you can knock that one off. Yeah, yeah. If, well, I reckon if St Kilda rang Adam Uze, I'd say, get stuff. It's not going to be play a little bit part yeah. in the game. Hey, who's going to get magic round? Is it South Australia? It's an interesting one, isn't it? It's been so successful in the NRL. I, I feel like this is something that's, that's definitely growing a bit of momentum. I don't know if it works, but... Well, that's the great question, momentum. Josh. Why are we doing it? We were only months, if not a year away from when we've had coaches. So we want the game to be shorter, the season to be shorter. Now we're going to add an extra game. 
and still we don't have an explanation as to why we're doing it. Well, it'd be to grow the game if it's on the eastern seaboard. Well, we're not growing it in Adelaide. Oh, well, we? you can. You might bring in new people, Rich, still. Mm, intriguing. So why are we doing it, Josh? Oh, I don't know. I, I was totally against AFLX, and I feel like, although this is an <laughs> AFLX, this is heading into those sort of areas. And oh. we understand why it's worked in the NRL. I mean, the NRL, yeah. if you look at the yeah. attendances, they needed to try something. We don't need to try that in the AFL, but look, it might be something that, that works. I don't know, but it, it puzzles me because I love the fixture and the way it's spread out across the weekend and, and the introduction of Thursday night football has been really successful as a TV product as well. So I'm not sure about Magic Round, but it feels like it's definitely growing some momentum. So Josh, if one of the conditions that was put on the table by the AFL is that no team is to get a home field advantage, because that's the whole point of Magic Round, is there is no home field advantage. We've got to then conclude if it comes to Adelaide, we get a showdown in Magic Round. Mm, exactly. Well, how does, it, how does that work then if there's no home field advantage? Because so, both teams are playing on Adelaide Oval, neither of them has a home field yeah. advantage because it's a 50 50 game. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me give you an oh, easier I'd... question, Josh. I'll take the pressure off you. You walk the corridors of power. Mm. Who's going to be the next CEO of the AFL? Is it my uncle, Uncle Andrew? <laughs> I don't know. This one feels like it's, it's heading. I feel like we're not as close as we were only a couple of months ago, especially really? everything that's going on with Hawthorne and, and obviously Tasmania. We're still yet to get a decision. I mean, when Gil McLaughlin announced in April that this would be his final season and he'd see out the season, I mean, the season's come and gone now. We're nearly in November and it feels like we might have to wait until the new year before there's a change of power. But Andrew Dillon is, is clearly someone who's been mentioned for a long time. Travis Old is the other one. And you consider the way... Uh, Gillan McLaughlin Ooh. and Andrew Dimitro rose to their roles. They yeah. were internal promotions. So they're clearly in the box seat. Patrick Delaney is a name that, that continues to be linked to this role. He's obviously been heavily involved in broadcast for a long time at Fox. Yep. And, and Kylie Watson-Wheeler, she's the president of the Western Bulldogs. She runs Disney in Australia. She, she's also got a lot of support. So they're the names at the moment. Uh, then, I mean, we haven't seen someone from Clubland come in and, and take the role. Well, but we know he should. A, <laughs> we, should be Benny Gale, surely. Well, he, he's, he's someone who's, who's generated a lot of support. There's Tom Harley, Simon Garlic, even Dave Matthews has, has been linked to this role. He's obviously been with the Giants for the duration of their existence. So, right now, it, it doesn't feel like we've got a real clear standout. But if you have... If I had to put uh, some money on it, I think it would be one of Andrew Dillard yeah. or Travis Saul, but I still think there's a fair bit to play out. So mm. of all the things that Gillen put on the agenda before he left, and now Hawthorne's been added to it. So we've got Hawthorne, Tasmania, Tasmania and the CBA. Of those mm. three, which is the most difficult for him to deal with? Well, I think the Hawthorne one has become such a big issue. So he definitely can't leave before that is finalised. And he announced today that they expect that investigation to be completed by the 22nd of December. So that really does take him all the way through to the new year. But you also said that there's no guarantee it will be completed by yeah. then. So there's no way he can leave until that's completed. So I think we're definitely going to see him at the start of next year, but it might even take a bit longer when you think about it. So we could see him all the way up until the start of next season. Yeah, the... I, I think you're right there. I think it'll be at least uh, March. It's going to be a longer farewell tour than Johnny Farnham's, is which still, is still going. Is All the best still, to Johnny. Is there still the prospect of an international candidate? It's definitely something that's been, been floated, but I, I think there's a lot more support for those that know the game yeah. and the intricacies yeah. around that. So, 
that would be that would be my view. I, I, I do think that Andrew Dillon and Travis Hall both have a really big advantage because they've been in the building for so long. And in Travis Hall's case, he's been inside club land at two different clubs, so he's got a lot of support there. So I think it comes down to one of those two. But I wouldn't rule out Watson Wheeler or, or Patrick Delaney. Okay. They're, they're, they're two names that, that keep, keep coming up in conversations I have. 95% done with my uncle, Uncle Andrew, Andrew Dillon. Hey, just a quickie. You're at the coalface over there, Josh. You're bumping into all these people in club land. Uh, with all the delistings, are you hearing uh, about anyone that's definitely going to be picked up, like names like Quentin Narco and Sydney Stack, Mitch Wallace, or the Brown brothers? Are you hearing anything over there? The real difficulty right now with the delisted free agents is there's a bit of a lack of clarity around list spots. So mm. although the, the DFA window opens on November 3rd, I don't know how many we'll see taken in that period. Obviously, they've still got the SSP and the rookie draft. I think it might take up until the rookie draft for some of these players to earn another opportunity. And I think I think right at the top of the list is, is someone like a Jed Anderson, who was quite stiff yeah. to be... Yeah delisted by North Melbourne. He's only 28. It was only a couple of years ago that he finished third in the best and fairest at the Kangaroos. Now, this year didn't really go to plan because he didn't start training until March because he was um, he was reluctant to take the, the vaccine. He ended up doing that, played 14 games. I thought he was quite stiff to be delisted. So I know Gold Coast were really interested in him during the trade period. So it just came down to what happened with Braden Fiorini. They kept Braden Fiorini instead of even going to Collingwood. And that was also an issue in terms of Caleb Poulter, who's attracted a fair bit of interest from the Gold Coast Suns as well. So I'd expect one of the two of them to get an opportunity with the Suns, and whether that's via the SSP or Rookie Draft or DFA, I don't know just at this stage, but I'd expect one of those two to get a look in. Quinton Narkel, the name you mentioned, I'd be shocked if he didn't get another yep. opportunity. There's, there's been a handful of clubs, including the two Western Australian clubs, that have held preliminary discussions with his management. It just needs to see how these things shaped out because that clubs needed to get through the trade period to see where they sat in terms of list spots and now they, they take stock ahead of the draft. But I'd be surprised if, if Quinton Knuckle didn't get another gig. And Cal Brown's the other one. I, I thought he was a little bit stiff yep. not to get another contract at Collingwood. Just 24, played the 70 games. He was an emergency in all three finals, so he couldn't have come much closer without playing. So I thought he was pretty hard done by it not to get another deal at Collingwood, but it's a ruthless business, as we know. Him and his brother, they're both looking another opportunity they've got a little bit of interest early but I think with someone like Cal Brown it's more like an SSP come in audition and, and see where you sit come sort of January February March Josh there's one empty chair at AFL House and that's the one that Brad Scott vacated to become Essendon's coach in charge of the football department at AFL House who's going to get that gig and will they get rid of the stand rule well I did trade radio with, with David Noble on the final day and I kept saying I, I feel like this is this is the, the role that's suited to you. Given you've been a list manager, head of football, senior coach, I feel like you'd be really mm. well suited to that role. I, my, my feeling is that he's, he's quite open to that position. Jimmy Bartel has been vocal about um, being interested in that role. He's obviously heavily involved in the Adam Kingsley appointment and everything that went into chasing Uze and Alistair Clarkson and, and looking at uh, Mark McVeigh. So he wouldn't be a bad appointment either, especially given his his background, but I just feel like David Noble would be a really good fit for that role. Love it, Joshy. He's a good friend of ours. We've known Nobes for a long time. Hey, really appreciate you jumping on the phone and that comprehensive uh, update, Josh. Much appreciated. No dramas. Anytime, guys.
Appreciate that. Josh Gablich from the AFL, uh, one of their gun young journos. Uh, really That'd be a good gig for David too, wouldn't oh, it, David? Oh, I think it'd be brilliant. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. We'll keep an eye on that one. Yeah. We'll get Nobes on and we'll ask him. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.